0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another podcast uh, glad to have you here we 're going to be talking today about uh saying sorry or apologizing and we 're going to talk a little bit about the background behind uh you know how we 're taught to apologize and the purpose of apologizing and then we 're going to talk about uh, a strategy that I teach uh, people all the time in terms of how to how to repair is what I call it so when we talk about apologizing, I call it repairing. How do we make this? Better and what are the words and and the, you know the style and and so forth to help set this up in terms of turning it past just sorry and apologizing to a commitment to change a behavior and recognize in a way that that behavior has impacted somebody else. So before we get into that methodology, the idea we want to talk about first is by history we're taught to, by shame we're taught by guilt to apologize. If you think about that, you think about your childhood, you've got an adult that's upset, and they're saying things like, you go home, or not, you go home. That sounds like something my wife would say, you go home, right? I'm in trouble, the doghouse. Now, you go to your room, and you think about how stupid you are. Now, is that usually said? Not exactly. But what they say is, you go home, you go to your room, or you go to timeout, or you write, I will not do this 500 times, until you are sufficiently feeling dumb, stupid, sorry, guilty, right? The idea is we're not learning the purpose of apologizing as, you know, making a mistake, repairing and moving on. We are taught that sorry requires feeling shame. Sorry, if you're really sorry, then you will feel guilty. You'll doubt your ability to be kind to your brother, Is that what parents really want? No. What parents really want is they want evidence that you've thought about it in a way where it won't happen again. But the instruction is, is you need to feel shame, insecurity, doubt in order to to demonstrate that you're truly someone that feels sorry. And then you feel not so good about yourself. And by the way, now that you're done saying sorry, you need to pick up. Go play some games and get past that feeling where you feel like you're not good enough, so on and so forth, right? Because we're just asking you to say sorry. Unintended? I think so. The idea is we have good intentions. Uh, Our parents had good intentions, but we're using guilt and shame as the primary, the common denominator to uh, have evidence, if you will, that you've really thought about your evil ways and you're not going to do it again. What the takeaway is, is that you did something in the evil way, but that's because you're evil. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. So a lot of shame-based things, if you think about the way you think now, maybe about the way you parent now, there's a lot of shame and guilting behind it rather than authentic helping your children or you learning to share an apology in an authentic way. We respond to this day uh, in terms of, based upon how we were raised, we respond to this day that we need to feel awful for letting someone down versus, you know what, for example, we made plans, something got in the way. We can apologize for that, but we don't need to feel like we're the worst friend ever. We don't need to feel like we're a liar or what have you. Mistakes happen, and apologies, saying sorry, is that is just that. It's recognizing that, hey— I made a mistake. You don't have to feel guilt and shame. Now, there's going to be a natural state of guilt, a natural state of shame, and that's okay. We need to feel it a little bit. But the idea is we don't need to feel it and have that be the motivator for change and then apologize out of obligation. The natural consequences of a mistake, we're already going to feel a little bit of of that. But repairing is not based on shame. It's not based on doubt is not based on how awful you are. Repairing is based on learning a lesson and letting that person know, hey, I've learned this. And because I've learned that, I'm going to do something different. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. As a matter of fact, it can be a very positive thing. And there could still be a little sense of guilt or shame because why we value that person, we value being nice or whatever. We're going to feel a little bit off for a minute. But the idea is my sorry, my apology is going to come to you as a reflection of how I've impacted you and what I'm going to do differently. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute after the break. So let's focus really quick or remind ourselves really quick. We're going to get away from a focus on guilt or shame as a motivator or a reason to apologize. If we want to be authentic, we're going to apologize in a way that we'll describe in just a few minutes. everybody we're back. We are talking about apologizing We're talking about you know uh, society and families oftentimes uh, we're raised to apologize out of guilt and and so forth for how we've hurt somebody. The idea is if you feel bad, then you're demonstrating your your uh, desire to be sorry or apologize and we don't need to feel bad. We want to feel bad in terms of, hey, wait, that didn't quite work. That's not what I value. I didn't want to treat that person that way. But a demonstration of sorry is not going to be one that's totally guilt-based or obligation-based. What happens is, as you get older, you don't apologize because you don't want to feel that guilt. You don't want to feel that you've really hurt somebody or let them down. Now, the world says, look at you you're not even willing to apologize so then you feel shamed and so forth for not apologizing it just kind of spins you know down the hill there so the idea is we want to get to a place of authentic apology authentic ownership so when i talk about saying sorry when i talk about apologizing the word that i use is actually ownership now sorry right might be that's that, let's tie into sorry this idea of kind of guilt and shame based. Let's talk about ownership in terms of a positive thing. Ownership, you're not going to own that you're a terrible brother. You're not going to own that you need to be kicked out for life. You're not going to own that you're scum of the earth. The idea is you're going to own some insight. You're going to own that there was something that happened from what you learned. It's a positive thing. And when you own something, the person that you're apologizing to is going to see that as something more sincere and they're going to see it as a place where you can begin to build that new trust because you're acknowledging because you want to. You're demonstrating your ability to see the impact. So how do we take ownership? Three steps to taking ownership. Ownership, the first step is acknowledging. So you're not going to acknowledge that you suck. You're not going to acknowledge that you're terrible. You're right. Remember growing up, you don't come out of your room until you acknowledge or recognize how mean you were to your brother, and you you got to be sick to your stomach, and you have to feel bad. We're not going to do that. We're going to acknowledge more fact-based, okay? So we're not in a lot of emotion to it, just acknowledge, hey, I yelled at you, and I shouldn't have, something like that, okay? Or I told you I was going to be here. And I was oh pardon me, I told you I was gonna be here and I wasn't. Okay. The apology is not in the acknowledgement. So the acknowledgement is just saying, Hey, I'm aware that I have done something. I'm aware that I told you I wouldn't yell and I did. So that's the acknowledgement. Again, we don't get into shame and so forth because when we do that it actually looks more poor me, right? I acknowledge that I've let you down again. Is that apology for them or is that apology more about you feeling sorry for yourself? Okay, so acknowledge is the first step. You make a statement about what happened. I told you that I wouldn't yell, but I did, for example. Okay, the next step, and this is huge, the next step is impact. Okay, so after you acknowledge, you say, you know what, I promised you I wouldn't um, be home late, right, if you're a teen. Or I promised when you got home late, if you did, I wouldn't yell at you. Then you identify the impact, The impact may be in three categories, physical impact, emotional impact, or relational impact. Now, you don't have to list all these things, like, uh, to apologize, you don't have to say these things from guilt or shame, uh, talking about you've impacted them with all your evil ways. Okay, The idea is to to say, you know what, I told you that if you got home late, I'd be patient, I wouldn't yell at you. Impact would be, I know that, I imagine, that's a great way to start, I can't help but wonder. When you look at impact, a good statement is, I can't help but wonder. Or I imagine that when you came through the door and I yelled, it was scary. And it made you wonder if you can trust me, okay? Again, it's not poor me. You're just walking in their shoes for a minute and saying, you know what? When I yelled at you from behind, right? That's the acknowledgement. I imagine that that scared you. You're thinking about what it's like to be them. I imagine that it's hard to trust me right now because I promised that I wouldn't do that, okay? Third step is making it different. Okay, so then after acknowledgement and impact, what you're going to do is you're going to tell them that you've thought about it by having an idea of making it different. So in the future, when this happens, this is what I'm going to do to make it different. You come home late in this example. I've told you that I've yelled or I don't want to yell, but I did, and it impacted you this way. So what I'm going to do is I've thought about it and to make it different, I'm going to wait at least five minutes before after i hear the door close i'm going to wait at least five minutes before i come down now so the idea is you're coming up with an idea that says hey because of the impact and because i'm sorry i've taken time to learn from it and this is my idea to look at how i can do it different now the key here is is if it's really repairing what are you going to expect from somebody that does that OK, you're going to be looking for them to get past the words and and into action. So when you acknowledge and you talk about the impact, you take that ownership and talk about what to make different. You better do it. Right. That's going to build the trust. OK, sorry. And moving on. There's no promise to change. It's uh, more I'm annoyed with you. I don't really care or it's more poor me. Ownership is saying, hey, I took a look at it. I walked a mile in your shoes just for a minute here. And I'm going to do it differently. And how do you know I'm going to do it differently? Because this is the idea that I've come up with to make it different, to help reset and and keep that agreement with you. Now, bonus points, and this is something I think is really important, is you can also say, what, if anything, can I do to help earn that trust with you again? So you're saying, you know what, this is what I'm going to do different. And then you go to them and you, you say, you know what, you're offering up, your willingness to look at how it impacted them by saying, hey, what if anything else can I do that would be helpful? Okay, so acronym for this is AIM, Acknowledge, Impact, Make It Different. We're coming from a place of ownership, a place of learning, not a place of shame and guilt. Listen, we make mistakes um, a lot of times or hopefully most of the time. it's uh, We're not aware of it. It's accidental. We do it out of anger. We always want to have an opportunity to repair We repair through ownership, acknowledging impact, and making it different. So that's just uh, one way to look at apologizing. It's one way to help those uh, that you've uh, hurt see that you're coming from a place of authenticity. And that's a good remedy. That's a good uh, outline for how to do that. Hey, for more uh, podcasts, please uh, tune in and watch for us on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can see us on uh, Instagram at Riley Counseling. And uh, you can also find us online at getting back the number two life.com.